0: Hello and welcome to The Yin Method, my name is Kat Mead. This latest episode I decided that I am going to start audio recording as well as video recording uh, the episodes. So I'm sitting here today holding a microphone and feeling really awkward about it because I feel like it looks silly on the video. And I'm also feeling really awkward about the fact that I have notes in front of me that you can't see if you're looking at the video, Um, but I can see. Um, And like the perfectionist not good enough side of me that I think a lot of us can probably relate to is just going, well, if you have notes, you shouldn't be talking about it because you obviously don't know. You, You just don't know. Go home, learn a bit more, memorize it, and then come back later. So I'm just going to do what I can with what I know and with what I have. And I think it's okay to have notes because notes help us remember things. So last time we spoke, last time I spoke and you listened, we discussed the lung and large intestine meridian lines and This time I've decided to do the spleen and stomach meridians, organs, yin poses, because they kind of go really well together. The lung and the large intestines both work as a filtration system, um, as you would have heard in last time, in last, I was going to say last week, but really it was like two weeks ago, in the last episode. The stomach and the spleen kind of work uh, similarly in that they work in digestion and detox. And yeah filtration the spleen filters our blood but I am getting ahead of myself so we're gonna start with the spleen and the spleen is our yin organ of the yin yang pair stomach is our yang organ because it fills and empties so when we talk about yin yang pairs the yang organ tends to be more of a container it fills and it empties and the yin organ is more solid it's more hidden in the body as well same with the meridian actually so the meridian line runs uh, in a more hidden place than the yang line the spleen as an organ I'm going to start with what the organ does and then we're going to get into the energetics of this and I'm going to actually try to explain to you where the meridian line runs so the spleen as an organ produces white blood cells known as lymphocytes uh, when it finds, sees, notices, detects. Detects is the word I'm looking for. Germs or pathogens or something like that. So it creates these white blood cells that help to fight off infection and inflammation. And I think that's really cool. It also helps to recycle old red blood cells. So that's what happens in our spleen. So it filters our blood, it creates white blood cells to help us to uh, tackle things like pneumonia and meningitis and viruses like that. It is part of our lymphatic system, so it helps us to remove waste and it also helps us to maintain a good balance of fluids in our body. So if you're on the video, you will now see that I am putting my hand on the left side of my rib cage. Now, our spleen is located here on the left side. It's behind our rib cage and underneath our diaphragm. So it's hidden away under and behind our rib cage here. Um, So as I said, the yin organ tends to be more hidden away and more protected. So it's got this big barrier, this big cage in front of it. Whereas the stomach, which I'll get to in a little bit more detail, uh, is a bit lower. You can probably feel it when you touch the left side of your abdomen. So that's basically what our spleen does. It works as a filtration system for our blood. It's one of our main uh, organs of digestion. It works with our stomach and it helps us to fight off germs. Put quite simply. Our stomach, our yang organ, as I said, is underneath, a bit lower than the rib cage. It's a bit bigger than the spleen and you can probably feel it. It's not quite as hidden away. It fills up, it empties. And it's the first stop in our digestion. So, our food goes down into our stomach. It goes through our esophagus, and then it goes into our stomach. And what happens here is that our stomach secretes acid and enzymes, and it also contracts to help to digest the food that we're putting in. So, The acids, I read somewhere that the acids can actually be not very nice. If you've ever, this is going to sound really awful, if you've ever vomited so much that everything in your stomach has come up, you end up vomiting stomach acid and it burns. So actually, there's also this mucus that helps kind of balance it all to keep us safe from our own acids that are helping to break down and digest the food. I'm just going to put my little caveat in here again. If I'm saying anything wrong and you know more than me, please tell me. This is a learning experience for me. Um, and yeah, I'll have like little corrections corners if I need to. If you tell me. But you need to tell me if I don't know if I'm saying the wrong thing. Because otherwise, I'll probably just going on go on thinking that what I've said is right. Yay. Now, when our food is in our stomach, it can stay there anywhere from three to six hours while it's digested, and then it moves into our small intestine. So our overall energy of our entire system, how we feel nourished, depends on how well our stomach is behaving, how well it is functioning, how well it's working, how balanced it is. Uh, Are the stomach acids and enzymes working correctly? Are they doing their job? So that's a really quick breakdown of what the spleen and the stomach do as the yin-yang pair. Spleen, yin, stomach, yang. Now energetically, we'll come back to the spleen. They're kind of similar, but the spleen is kind of thought of in traditional Chinese medicine as the source of life. So it allows all of the other organs to feel more alive, to be more alive because because it extracts source or essence nutrients from the food that we eat. And yeah, it's just kind of cool because it does that and it turns them into, it turns these nutrients into blood and chi, And chi is this energetic life force that really essentially creates our body. It's the building block of our body. So that's that. When we are feeling an imbalance through our spleen, we might feel lethargic, weak, dull. We might have poor or changed sleep patterns. So our rhythms might be off as um, as what they usually are. Same with our digestion. Our digestion might be off, it might not be regular. We might be anxious, we might worry, we might be obsessive, inflexible, we might feel a little bit ungrounded. It doesn't sound very nice. It really doesn't. But when it's balanced, we'll feel at ease, we'll feel at home in our body, we'll think more clearly, we'll be more grounded, we'll have better rhythms so our digestion, our sleep will be better and we will love ourselves more or we'll have better access to those self-loving feelings. For the stomach, it's a really kind of active organ energetically. So if you're nervous about something, you might feel butterflies in your stomach. you feel it there. It's expressed in your throat or in your heart, but you feel it in your stomach when, Something's happening, something big's happening, nerves, excitement, love, lust. It's all kind of felt there in your stomach. It's like a little messenger. So, if you have an imbalance, you might be upset, you might be emotionally stressed, you might feel powerlessness, you might not be able to see or digest issues or situations that come up or arise in your life, and you might be more prone to being worried. I feel like the world at the moment is really unbalanced in our spleen and stomach. Just putting it out there. When we're feeling balanced, we're feeling more nourished overall in our system. If our stomach is sick, if our energetics that are associated with our stomach and our stomach energy lines are upset, the rest of our body feels off. You know, when you don't eat, you don't feel well anywhere. You don't have energy. You just, it's not a good thing. Um, But you feel more nourished, you feel more empowered, you feel less stuck and you just feel overall better. You have a better sense of well-being overall when your stomach is well. Okay, I feel like I am zooming through these uh, things but that's okay because, you know, bite sized pieces are nice. Nice. (laughs) get it bite-sized pieces spleen stomach (laughs) I didn't even plan that okay where do our meridian lines run so we're going to start at the spleen our yin line and you might just have to imagine this or I might even if you're on the video I might pop a picture up or put a link there that you can go and have a look at where these meridian lines run in the body Otherwise, use your imagination. So we're going to start at the inside of the big toe. We're going through the side of our foot, the inside of our foot, kind of up the inside slash front of our leg, up past the knee, front inside of the leg, up through the abdomen. We go into our spleen, we go up, and then we kind of branch off into the heart. That's a lot. I'm not going to talk about that branch but basically we go from the big toe up the front slash inside of the leg all the way up into our spleen again if I'm wrong if there is more explanation I can give please do tell me but this meridian lines runs in the superficial front line of fascia so if that gives you an idea it just runs in the front line of our body so simple I'm not going to go into the points right now because I don't know them well enough. For the stomach, it starts, so it's our yang. So it's less hidden than our yin uh, meridian. The spleen, yes, like more, it's kind of in the front line, but it's more hidden like towards the inside of the leg. The stomach line, however, starts at our second toe goes up the front of our leg, kind of zigzags at the front of our shin, goes over our knee, up the front of our hip, up towards our stomach. And then it keeps going all the way up around our cheek, up around the eye and then kind of finishes at the side of our nose. Now, as I'm saying this, I realize that I'm giving you this incorrectly. That is where the stomach line runs, but it doesn't start in our toe. It finishes in our toe. It actually starts up kind of under the eye next to the nose and goes up and around the cheek and then down. And that's a really important point because yin energy flows upwards. It comes from the earth. It goes up. Yang energy flows downwards. So that's a really important distinction to make. And I'm very glad that I made it and remembered it. So... Thank you for your patience once again. So, to access these lines, these uh, meridians, energy channels in our body, to work on the energy of and the health of our spleen, stomach, energy, and organs, they're not always the same, really. Um, we have to access the front line of fascia. To do that, We can do so many different things. So we're thinking of anything that either places compression or tension on the tops of our feet, our thighs or our quads, our chest, for our stomach, our abdomen, our face and our neck as well. Um, Yeah, so you can kneel sitting on your feet. That gets the tops of your feet. You can do a dragon lunge. So just like a lunge. Uh, There's a cool pose called saddle, which I haven't actually done or taught for a while because I can't do it myself in my body uh, at the moment because of my lower back. So it is quite a big pose because you're getting into that front line of your body. You often have to add a little bit of a back bend there. You don't have to. Obviously, there is always options but it kind of comes along with the territory. If you're adding tension to the front of your body, so stretch to the front of your body, you're going to add compression in the back of your body, generally, as a general rule. But you can compress the meridian as well, and then when you come out, you get this fresh supply of oxygen-rich blood into that area that you've compressed. So you squeeze it and kind of uh, get those lymph fluids out, And then it moves stuff around and then you flush it when you come out of the pose, when you've compressed it especially. So that's awesome. I love a good supported bridge. So you're lying on your back, you're laying over a bolster, opening up that whole front line of your body. I actually really love dragon lunges, even though every time I teach them, someone gives me a death stare. Um, It's fine. You need it. You're going to do it. And if you can't do it, there's another option for you. There's another really cool pose called mermaid pose where you lie laterally over a bolster. So, you open up the side waist a little more. Oh, it feels so good. Sorry, that was a hiccup. (laughs) It feels really good. So, yeah, Um, I hope that gives you a really good little overview of the spleen and the stomach as organs, what they do in the body and also the energy lines as well as the energetic qualities and their balances and imbalances. Get in touch, let me know if you've listened, if you've liked the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. If you haven't, I'd love some constructive feedback. If you're on iTunes, please give me a five star rating and review. And I will catch you next time. If you want to see me in class, I teach at the Open Mind Space in Broadmeadow. I teach four yin classes a week. I cannot wait to see you again, to be in your ears again. I'll catch you soon.